Welcome to the Mess to Success podcast. My name is Jordan and I am a life and empowerment coach for creative women who are ready for more and want the tools and support to get there. This podcast shares the no BS reality of building the life of your dreams. Whether it's gaining clarity on your purpose, setting and achieving huge goals, showing up with authenticity and flow, or building the confidence to unleash your power onto the world, on this podcast, we share it all. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we embark on this journey together. This is the Mess to Success podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Mess to Success podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and thank you so much for joining me for another week of podcasting. I'm honestly so grateful that you're here. So yeah, thank you so much for being here. This podcast is going up. I believe it's going up a day late because I am actually recording this on Friday, which is the day that the podcast is meant to be released. But in all honesty, this week just kind of got a little bit away from me. So you know what? It's fine. We're recording today. The podcast is going up a day late and that is so fine. Um, So before we jump into the content, I wanted to do my small business recommendation. So if you've been listening for the past few episodes, each week I've been recommending a small business because I guess it's just my way of giving back. But this week, the small business I'm going to be recommending for you is my own. That's right. I will be recommending my small business. I am very, very close to launching my coaching business. So I am a life and empowerment coach and it really is my goal to really support women and give them that encouragement and that accountability to really create the lives of their dreams, you know, to set huge goals and dream big and, you know, overcome the procrastination, overcome the negative self-talk, overcome that shit that is keeping you from living the life that you want to live and actually just start to show up and thrive um, in your purpose with clarity um, in a way that's authentic to you. So my small business recommendation for the week is my own. Uh, I will be releasing my flourish and bloom three month signature coaching package where, you know, it's coaching, it's mentorship. Um, you're going to get a fortnightly session. You're going to get six workbooks. Um, honestly, it's, there's so much value in this package. Um, and I'm really, really proud of, of what has been created. So if you are feeling called, please feel free to join the wait list. The link will be list. Um, I was about to say link in bio, but we're on a podcast. So the link will be in the show notes. So check that out. Of course, you can also access the link at my Instagram, which is at Jordan K Creative. And by joining the waitlist, it's not like there's no pressure to actually, you know, sign up to the package or do anything like that. Joining the waitlist will purely just let you know when the packages go live because there are really, really limited spaces. Um, so all that joining the waitlist does will just let you know when the packages go live. So if you're interested to know when the packages go live, uh, join the waitlist. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about this and, you know, I have been quite busy in the past few weeks setting everything up, but honestly doing this stuff just like fills me up so much. Like I genuinely just feel so excited and oh my gosh, you guys, I, I am doing a free training. That's right. I will be doing a free training. It will be on Zoom um, and I will link that below. I didn't think I was going to announce it in this podcast episode. I just kind of got like this sudden urge to announce it. So I guess that's what we're going to do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I will be doing a free training where I'm going to be talking about clarity, vision and goal setting. So I'm going to take you through, you know, how to get more clarity, how to create a vision that really excites you. And then we're going to start setting goals so you can step into that. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, 
then again, everything will be linked down below and I probably will be sharing about it on my Instagram as well. So sign up for that one um, so you can join that event. It's going to be a really, really powerful training. So I'm really looking forward to that. So yeah, um, let's get into the content of today's episode. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about shadow work, healing, limiting beliefs, all of that kind of stuff because... Um, that, you know, there's two sides to this kind of thing. There is light work and there's shadow work. And I love the light work. The light work is the really fun stuff, you know, like visualizing and manifesting and vision boards and affirmations and feeling really high vibration and, you know, dancing around and listening to music and just getting yourself feeling really, really good. Um, and that's, I love that stuff. You know, I could stay in that stuff forever, but an important element of being on a self-development journey or a spiritual journey or just achieving like true happiness and self-actualization is the shadow work side. Because sometimes, you know, when you're doing the light work and you're visualizing and you're getting excited about the kind of future that you can have. And if you've got in things inside like blockages that, you know, maybe you don't feel worthy or maybe there is something inside you that just cannot accept that you want like that this reality could be yours because you have some internal blockages or maybe you have some internal beliefs that um, are preventing you from achieving this reality. So that's why shadow work is so important. So shadow work is digging deep. It's journaling. It's meeting the parts of yourself that maybe you try to repress and accepting them and healing the wounds from your childhood and unpacking the trauma and the way it affects your beliefs and behavior today. Because that's, that's really what it is. Like, you know, we may experience trauma or wounding or just certain events that happen to us And those events, whether we realize it or not, are still affecting us today and are affecting our behaviors and the way that we carry ourselves. So that's why shadow work is so important. So I guess I'll kind of go deeper into what shadow work actually is. So we all have the an identity that we're proud of or the way that we carry ourselves and you know we kind of have an idea of like this is what Jordan would do this is what Jordan wouldn't do you know traits that identify us like confidence or compassion or kindness but we also have traits or certain parts of us that maybe we're embarrassed of or maybe even we're triggered by them so we hide them we suppress these parts of ourselves so I'll give you an example for myself and I guess in this episode I am going to be sharing parts about myself you know So to help you guys understand these concepts. So this is quite, you know, real and raw for me. I'm going to be sharing the things that trigger me and, 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 you know, my inner, my inner wound. So something for me is that I am very competitive and I can get jealous sometimes, not like in relationships or anything like that. Like I'm not a jealous girlfriend, but I mean like of other people, like and jealous of their achievements and jealous of their success. And it, it makes me like really, really competitive. And, you know, like I'm always seeking validation and, you know, these are parts of myself that I'm not really proud of. And, you know, I, I kind of do feel a little bit of shame around those areas of myself, but those areas of myself, they keep coming up because they want to break free. Um, but it's not always easy you know by default most of us will repress these parts of ourselves because we don't want to deal with it or we don't want to confront our deep feelings so shadow work is not just about addressing you know deep levels of trauma like a lot of people have been I feel like trauma has become a little of a a little bit of a buzzword lately and I don't want you to think like oh well I had a good childhood like I you know I I shouldn't feel trauma. I shouldn't have trauma because I was lucky. You know, maybe you're, you're thinking that, but you know, we can still all have trauma and trauma really is a spectrum. And, you know, of course there's, there's trauma that is, you know, absolutely 
it's it's really really deep trauma and people go through things that are just like incomprehensible but that's not to say that you'd you don't have trauma from what you've gone through so what I'm, what I'm saying essentially is don't downplay what you're going through or brush it aside or feel like you know you can't address it because it's not that bad or whatever because you still may like you still may have these feelings and that's okay so yeah I, I really think that trauma is a spectrum um, and everyone has different experiences and even though you could have had a great childhood you could still have triggers and you still could have you know a shadow self if you will so let's use a, a more generic example let's say that you were often teased for being really talkative as a child like everyone was always like oh my god yeah Jordan like she's such a chatterbox like love it she loves to talk blah 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 so now all of a sudden you have this belief that you talk too much that you're annoying people and that you're too much to handle so you start retreating within and this is all like this all might be happening unconsciously as well you might not even be realizing that you're suppressing this side of yourself because someone made a comment about how you talk too much Um, but every single conversation that's that voice in the back of your mind is like oh you're too much you know scale it back a bit tone it down So let's say, you know, 20 years later, you're at work and you're doing a a presentation or something like that. And someone just makes like a subtle comment like, oh, make sure you don't ramble too much in this section. Um, This section can get a bit long sometimes. All of a sudden you are like completely triggered. You're like, oh my gosh, how dare you? Like, how dare you say that to me? You're like, you know, it, it triggers something within you because you had this belief from when you were a child because you thought that you know, it's shameful to come across as too much and too talkative. And it feels like your sense of identity is essentially being attacked. Um, Even though, you know, it might not actually be the comment that this person made to you at work, like that it could be a completely harmless comment. But in that moment, you're taken back to that, that part of yourself that you try to suppress or hide. So, your shadow is the parts of you that you subconsciously reject or unconsciously reject, which often comes up as negative self-talk. So in this example, you know, when the person made that comment, it could be like your internal thoughts could be, oh my gosh, you talk way too much. You're a failure. You know, your presentation sucks. No one likes you. You should just shut up and stop talking. Like what you have to say isn't valid. What you have to say isn't worthy or providing value. Um, and, and that's kind of the thought spiral that you could experience. So that that's just an example of how, you know, some Something really innocuous, a little comment from your childhood about how you're a chatterbox could actually affect you in your life right now. So another example of this is when you're doing something new or exciting. So let's say you're interviewing for a new job and you feel confident, you've got the skills, you've got the qualifications, like you're excited, but all of a sudden you are completely flooded by all of these negative thoughts telling you that you're unworthy, that you're not good enough to work there, that you're that it's too hard, that you couldn't possibly do that. And, you know, this could actually be a wound that you developed in your childhood creeping back in and convincing you that you aren't worthy because maybe you didn't feel worthy as a child. Maybe you didn't, you know, get the attention that you needed in that time. Or maybe you were bullied, which has led you to unconsciously feel as though... um, you know, you're unworthy of new opportunities. Um, So this is how these, these thoughts pop up and kind of can affect us in ways that we may not even realize. So for me, um, you know, being really, really competitive, something that I kind of had to trace back and look into is that this, this wound of being competitive and of getting jealous, it actually goes back to my childhood. And even though I had a great childhood, I love my parents. We've got a great relationship, but 
basically in my childhood, I felt like I had to compete against my younger brother. I felt like I had to compete for attention. I felt like I had to compete to be seen, to be heard, um, and that I had to almost outdo my brother to make my parents proud. And that resulted in, you know, this wound that I carried with me unconsciously throughout my life. So I had to address that. So this then creates our belief system and can form limiting beliefs about who we are and what we can achieve. So some of these beliefs can look like I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm stupid. I'm unlucky. Even little things like I'm bad at maths. I can't cook. um, I'm bad at video games. Like, I don't know. It, it It can pop up in so many ways. However, continuously repressing this side of yourself or pretending that these parts of you don't exist or that these memories didn't happen or these wounds didn't happen can manifest in so many ways and can have even more of a negative impact on you. So sometimes we think that by ignoring our shadow self, we're saving ourselves the hurt of dealing with it when in actuality, we're dragging the pain out. And I heard a really, really great analogy on um, the She Awakened podcast by Storm. Um, She's fantastic. Highly recommend that podcast. She does a lot of um, episodes around this. Um, And she used the analogy of like, when these things happen to us, um, we're essentially adding, like think of yourself as wearing a backpack and this backpack is your baggage. And every time something happens to you, you're adding like another five kilos into your backpack. Instead of just processing it, and moving on from it, we just keep adding this baggage into our backpack. Like, you know, something happens like, you know, something at work happens, didn't go our way. Oh, that's another five kilos in the backpack. You know, something, you know, our parents might make a comment about our appearance, another five kilos in the backpack. And instead of dealing with it, our backpack is just getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And these become triggers. Um, so, you know, for me, I was getting triggered when I would see someone from home doing better than me because I would immediately feel the urge to like, oh my gosh, I'm behind. I need to compete. Like I need to do better. Um, and, and these feelings bubble up on the, under the surface, which can then, you know, lead into so many different things like negative self-talk, poor self-esteem, um, anxiety and depression. So something that I, this kind of materialized for me is perfectionism. You know, I have to be perfect, which then causes anxiety because I get anxious if things aren't perfect. So, um, you know, it really can lead into other areas. Um, there's also self-sabotage. Like maybe you're sabotaging yourself from your own success because deep down you don't feel worthy of that thing. Um, and then of course, imposter syndrome, you know, feeling like a fraud, feeling like you don't deserve what you already have. So, you know, leading on from that, what is the actual work of it? What is shadow work and how can we heal our shadow or how can we start to heal ourselves? So first of all, yes, you can heal this. Like you don't have to put up with this shit forever. You don't have to put up with these limiting beliefs. You don't have to put up with this negative self-talk. You can work through it. So shadow work is about unpacking what's stored in your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself yourself that have left wounds. These parts that maybe you try to push down or deny. And maybe this trauma, this Maybe it's trauma, maybe it's parts of your personality, or maybe it's areas of yourself that you consider shameful, undesirable, or embarrassing that you're squashing down. So you can do shadow work on your own. However, I I need to mention that therapy is an incredible way of going about it. You know, talking to a professional, um, they, they really have so many tools that they can help you with. And they might even be able to identify patterns that you're not even able to identify within yourself. So if you're dealing with trauma, please do consider working with a professional because it really is a powerful thing. I mean, you don't have to, but I do highly recommend it. 
So the goal with shadow work isn't to completely shut out those parts of yourself or turn it off. Your shadow is a part of who you are. So shadow work is more so about, you know, having the awareness of what your shadow is, you know, and loving that and showing that compassion and showing that grace. So when you have an awareness of your shadow self and you start to work through that trauma or the wounds and heal it, that is when you start to develop an awareness of how your thoughts and emotions affect your behavior. And once you reach that awareness, it empowers you to live your life with more freedom, more presence, more conscientiousness. You can live with authenticity and you can start manifesting your wildest dreams. You can drop the struggle and step up as your true self creating in alignment. So there are so many benefits to shadow work. Um, first of all, increase confidence and self-esteem. So when you can embrace all parts of yourself, even those parts that might originally feel icky or undesirable or embarrassing but when you can embrace that and love yourself regardless your confidence and self-esteem will go through the roof another benefit is improved creativity you know when you have these wounds or trauma convincing you that you're unworthy or unlovable it can prevent you from being creative and innovative um so you know when you can embrace these parts of yourself it really opens up your self-expression of course you know you can build better relationships when you're not carrying this like when you're not carrying around these limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs that tell you that you're unlovable, you're unworthy, you don't deserve what you have, then of course you're going to build better and stronger, more authentic relationships. Of course, you know, another benefit is the self-acceptance and really like meeting yourself where you are. Hey girl, I just wanted to briefly interrupt this podcast episode to chat about you. Are you a procrastinator? Do you struggle to keep yourself accountable? Or maybe you have huge goals, but don't always follow through on them. Girl, I feel you. I was the exact same. I'd have all the hopes, all of the dreams, all of these big goals and ambitions. But when it came to crunch time, I didn't take action. I procrastinated. I got scared. I didn't commit or I'd lose momentum and start a new project. So if you felt that way, trust me, I feel you. I've been there. That was until I started investing in myself and got a coach until I had someone in my corner with my best interest at heart, cheering me along, keeping me accountable to my goals until I built the habits and the lifestyle that supports me as I strive to achieve what I want to achieve. Having a coach to keep you accountable is so powerful because we've got all the potential for greatness, but life gets in the way. We might have the best intention, but shit happens. We get busy and things don't turn out the way we hope. Investing in a coach is a surefire way to spring you towards your goals. Coaches not only encourage you, but challenge you to show up as your best self, follow up on the commitments you've made to yourself your career or your business if you're looking for someone to keep you accountable or you're looking for one-on-one support to reach your goals faster join the waitlist for my bloom and flourish one-on-one coaching package there's absolutely no pressure to sign up by joining the waitlist you'll just know when the spaces go live as the spaces are extremely limited so join the waitlist if it seems like a fit and you'll be notified when the spaces go live all right back to the podcast having more clarity, you know, knowing what you want, trusting your intuition, um, being more authentic. And another huge benefit of doing shadow work is that you can actually manifest quicker because if you are trying to manifest and it's not working, you're doing everything, you're doing the visualization, you're doing the meditation, you're doing, you know, you're writing down your goals, you're getting clear on what you want, but it's not working. It could be because deep down, you do not feel worthy of what it is you're trying to manifest. You may, maybe you're blocking yourself because subconsciously there is something there that you don't actually believe you're going to manifest what you're actually going to manifest. You don't, you don't believe it deep down. And the whole thing with manifesting is believing that you know, you're going to have that thing and stepping into that version of yourself. But if you feel unworthy of that, then you're not going to be able to do that. 
So you'll unconsciously block it. And I struggled with this myself. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing everything. I'm journaling every day. I'm meditating every day. I'm doing affirmations. I'm doing visualization. Why is this shit not working? Like this is so unfair. And then I realized it's because I didn't feel worthy of what I was trying to manifest. I did not feel worthy. I felt like, you know, I was a fraud. I felt like I could never actually achieve that because things like that don't get to happen for someone like me. And I was blocking myself. So until I actually sat down and did the work, I was blocking myself from manifesting these things into my life. So, you know, now that I've kind of just told you all about shadow work, what it is, what happens if you don't do it and the benefits if you do do it. So how do you actually do shadow work? Like, what does it entail? Okay, let me tell you. Number one, as I said, therapy is an incredible way to work through this. As I said, professionals can identify these patterns very quickly and they can really give you the tools and help you work through it. However, you can do shadow work on your own. You absolutely absolutely can do shadow work on your own. So one thing you can do is really practice self-awareness and try to spot your shadow. What is triggering you? Like when, when you do you, in your day, what, what triggers you? When do you feel down? When do you notice yourself entering a negative thought spiral? And what are these thoughts telling you? What is happening just before you start to get all of these negative thoughts coming in? Like I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I'm going to fail. What, what is happening in that moment? pay attention to your triggers and a trigger again I feel like a trigger or triggering is another buzzword but what I what I mean by trigger is like let's say you're out and about doing things and then all of a sudden someone makes a comment and it makes you feel like shit that's that's what I mean by a trigger in this instance so something that's kind of making you question yourself or like start with those negative thought spirals So another thing that you want to do is reflect back on your childhood. Did this trigger come from childhood? Was there an experience where I remember feeling this way for the first time? You know, what is my, what is my earliest memory of feeling this way? Was it a conversation that I had with, with a parental figure? Was it, did it happen at school? Was it in my first job? Like what was the first time you had these thoughts or you questioned yourself in these moments? So for me and my example of being really, really competitive, like I didn't, I didn't just think straight away, oh, that came because I was competing with my brother growing up. Like, no, that that wasn't a thing that just I instantly knew. I had to reflect. I had to be like, where is this coming from? Why do I feel like I need to be competitive all the time? Why do I feel like I have to win? I had to sit down and be like, where is this coming from? And then I realized it was coming from like my childhood and the fact that I was always competing with my brother. So another thing is to avoid shame and judgment. Don't try to be fake or try to rewrite the narrative and ignore it embrace your shadow and show yourself compassion you know loving words affirmations can come into play here but just embrace yourself with with love and acceptance Um, another thing that has been really powerful and probably the most powerful tool for me has been journaling Um, you can look up shadow work prompts and they'll be like prompts like you know um, what is triggering me? Where did this come from? What What is, you know, there's heaps of prompts that you can look at, but don't censor yourself or hide from yourself. Write down whatever comes up. So when you're doing this work, the first step is to actually uncover where it's coming from, uncover where these thoughts are coming from, where these beliefs are coming from. And once you've done that, then you can start to work through the belief and really question this belief. Like, is this belief actually true? Am I really 
too much? Do I really need to compete against everyone or can I release that? And it's really about creating your new story. So as I've said, like you don't, you don't need to completely shut off your shadow self, like your shadow self, it's, it's a part of who you are, but you still can create a new story within yourself. So for my example, I could say something like, you know, I understand that I felt like I needed to compete And, you know, I competed against my brother growing up and I felt like I wasn't enough and I felt like I had to compete for attention and that made me feel unworthy. But my new story is that I am worthy. I get to learn from the people around me. I get to be inspired and encouraged by others around me who are doing the things that I desire to do. So see how I took the negative belief and I kind of transformed that into into something that's more positive, more empowering. Um, So yeah, that's that's a way that you can do shadow work. So with shadow work, it really is a process. It's something that you can work on at various points. Like sometimes people will say in the self-development and spiritual world, like, oh, just do it once, address it once and it's gone. Like, and that's, that's not the case. Sometimes these things can pop up for us in various different ways and they can come up under the disguise of something new. So, you know, you might've think that you've worked through a certain block and then it pops up later looking, you know, or disguised as something else. So maybe it requires a little bit more work there, a little bit more love, acceptance and awareness around that so it really is a journey um you know don't feel bad if you've done one journaling session and and you're not immediately healed and and feeling amazing because it, it really is a journey but in saying that it's not something to be afraid of if anything like I I've actually really been I've been doing this a lot recently where I I kind of um when I'm doing my morning journaling I think back on the past 24 hours and I think what triggered me in the last 24 hours and honestly it's been really an enlightening exercise to actually each day reflect on what is triggering me that day and why that is, because I didn't realize how much I was being triggered because, you know, by the time you reach the end of your day, it's like, yep, new day, move on. Like you don't even think about it. You just kind of keep going. So stopping and reflecting is really, really powerful. Um, But my last piece of advice is be gentle with yourself. And if you need, please seek professional help as well. Um, That's always an option. So I hope you found that to be helpful. Um, I do plan on doing more episodes about this because I've really only just scratched the surface on this. And, um, you know, doing this work can be really so powerful and such a powerful way for you to start actually manifesting the life you want to live. Because once you can let go of those beliefs, once you can, you know, create your new story and step into, um, you know, an empowered a loving, a compassionate version of yourself, then the sky really is the limit. And that's why I think this work is so important and why I really am placing such a a precedence on this work as of late. But moving on to the next portion of the podcast, and that is our guilty pleasures. Each week on the Mester Success Pod, we talk about a guilty pleasure because we are hot, we are thriving, we are achieving our dreams, but we are still real people. So um, this week I have two guilty pleasure recommendations for you. I'm probably going to regret that because next week I won't have any and I'll be like, oh, should have saved one of them. But I need to share these with you because they're so good. So I have two shows on Netflix that I have been binging in the past week. They're both amazing. So the first show that I watched is, is it K? on Netflix and oh my god it's literally such an enjoyable show it's a reality tv show where these like hyper realistic cake makers like compete against each other and they have to make like really realistic cakes and then like the judges have to guess which is cake and which is a real item like that's how real these cakes look is that like you literally cannot tell the difference between the cake and the real item it's incredible these people are so talented and it's just a great show to like 
just enjoy, you know, like you don't have to overthink it or anything. It's just really, really enjoyable. And my second recommendation is another show on Netflix. That's a cartoon. Um, and I love cartoon style shows. Like I just love it so much. Like I really love like Rick and Morty, Big Mouth, um, like Family Guy, all of those shows. Like I just love it so much. It's just something that, you know, I, I just like mindless TV in all honesty. Like I don't want to have to think too hard when I'm watching TV. It's because I'm relaxing. So the show I'd like to recommend is Inside Job. So it's a cartoon and it's kind of like, it's got, it's very like, it's not similar to Rick and Morty, but it's kind of got like Rick and Morty big mouth vibes, if that makes sense. So basically it's like this company called Cognito Inc. And they run, they're essentially like the shadow government. Um, so it's literally a cartoon show that's about the shadow government and how the shadow government like interferes with like day-to-day life. And like they explore so many like conspiracy theories and like, it's just, it's so much fun. It's funny. It's easy to watch and yeah, highly, highly recommend. So yeah, that is where I'm going to wrap up this episode. This episode was a little longer than my usual episodes, but that's because like when it comes to shadow work, there is just so much and I could keep going and I will in a future episode. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And um, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend or, you know, let someone know about it or rate it five stars. All of these things are, you know, really helpful to the podcast. This is a completely independent podcast. I, uh, you know, record, edit, upload all on my own. Um, So any support to the podcast is just so much appreciated. So yeah, thank you so much. I hope you all have the most amazing week and I will be back next week. Bye. Thanks for finishing another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you followed or subscribed to the podcast and rated it five stars. Don't forget to tag me if you're listening or share this podcast with a friend who might like it. You can find me on social media at Jordan K Creative on Instagram and TikTok. And feel free to visit my website, jordankcreative.com, if you're looking for any of my free resources. You're absolutely incredible for listening, and I'll be back next Friday. Oh, 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 oh,